Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Is Tampa right now that team you watched yesterday, are they a threat to make a deep playoff run? The expectations are Super Bowl. Now, it's a team game, and it's the team accolade to go out there and say we're Super Bowl champions. So he's going to need everyone in tow. You look at the column of the W's and the L's, that's all I really care about as a football player and as a head coach. Let me tell you something right now. And this defense that Tom Bowles is, is running. Oh, my Lord. These brothers can ball. Got a receiver open. It's Antonio Brown. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Are the Bucks more likely to win the Super Bowl or miss the playoffs? But we have Played the playoffs yet? We don't know what's going to happen. The debate will be settled on the field. With Fournette at your running back spot with Ronald Jones as well. And then you got Brady flat out balling. All I know is that all I want for Christmas under this tree is the first playoff first for the Buccaneers since 2007. And Casey, it's right there. Buccaneers from the 48-yard line. Second down, 13. Brady lobs one downfield. Caught ball by Gronkowski. Inside the 20 to the 15-10. Gronkowski to the 5 to the 4-yard line. Holy Gronkowski. <laughs> Third down, 18. Dropping Gannon, looking Gannon, looking Gannon. Those up the middle. It's intercepted at the Derek 30. Brooks. Derek Brooks, 30. Brooks to the 29. Derek Brooks all the way. There it is. The dagger's in. Yeah. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, baby. This is the big nasty. Yeah, big nasty Hall of Fame Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, baby. This is Mike Allstott, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you're listening to the Cannon Fire Podcast. Cannon Fire Podcast, brother. You ain't listening, and you're missing out. Woo! Merry Christmas, Bucks fans, for the first time in 13 years. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers have made the postseason. The Buccaneers absolutely ravaged Detroit 47-7. And they clinched their first playoff berth in 13 long years. Welcome to a very special edition of the Cannon Fire Podcast. We are live once again today on YouTube because, damn it, we're in such a good mood. It is a history-making season Regardless of how the playoffs go, the Buccaneers are in the dance for the first time in a long time. And uh, as of right now, we are celebrating. So what a great feeling. The day after Christmas. Welcome back to the Cannon Fire podcast. I am your host, as always, Rhett Matthew. Joined alongside me, my good buddy and co-host, the Philly Bucks fan himself, Mr. Evan Wanish. Happy uh, Victory Saturday, Victory Sunday, whenever you guys are tuning into this. Well, I mean, yeah, technically it would have to be a... Victory Sunday because you know, if you play on a Sunday, normally it's Victory Monday, so it has to be the next day. So a rare Victory Sunday. So it's weird. How are you feeling? You you don't you don't seem as jacked up as a lot of our viewers. And you, you know we're live on YouTube right now. The mood is festive. And by the way, guys, we are taking phone calls eight one three four three three zero three two three. We're not going to flash the number on the screen because if you know it. Get in here. We want our most loyal listeners in here. And uh, most of the people who know the number or have it saved, those are the people I like talking to. But um, how are you feeling, Evan? I mean, shit, man. You got your jersey on for, I think, the first time in show history. Like, we're <laughs> both donning. Time, time. We're both donning the red. I got the Mike yeah. Evans. You got the TV 12. It's like a connection going on here. You know, lighten the hell up, buddy. Hey, I, I'm, you know, 
it's uh i was talking to you earlier i was like it just it felt weird because like that was way too easy you know right and it's been what i mean obviously like 13 years in the making and obviously this is the first time we're covering a playoff berth and the first time since i've started watching i mean the last time they made the playoffs i was six years old so um i I was not i was not paying attention (laughs) the last time they made the playoffs um i'll admit that and uh yeah i mean it's 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 good I'm, i'm not you know um yeah it's it's been a long time coming so um, I, the, the fact that I'm wearing this jersey, I don't. I, this is the, literally this is the second time I wore this jersey on the show. This is the second time I've wore this jersey anytime. Exactly, just, it's know, a historic I, moment in more is, ways than one. Is. Yeah, right. I mean, and you know, I, it's 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 a good feeling. It's not you know, I'm not like bummed or anything. It's just I've I've learned over the years just to you know, kind of keep my emotions in in check as much as I can. Sometimes they come out. Uh, sometimes <laughs> they do. But um, you know, uh, as we you can see when when we text like during games or whatever. Sometimes I'm very calm. Sometimes you get some capitalized text, but. Um, yeah, I mean, right now it's it's just a it's a happy feeling, and it's it's for a lot of the players that you know are on this team and 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 uh, finally deserve this, and for all the fans that I know uh, really really deserve this. So absolutely, shout out to some of those fans in our comments section right now. G Vegas out of Philly, uh, playoff bound baby Willie Beeman out of Philly. I'm sorry, not G Vegas. A- Willie Agent- Beeman, all right. Seeing Agent- Willie Beeman's in the chat. Yes, sir. Agent Twinkie, and then Buck Skull Gang in the house giving us. There's a some, that's some well. names right there. That oh, is yeah. some names. Oh yeah, that is an all star roster. So thank you guys for tuning in. If you haven't already, thanks for checking out the show. Subscribe. Throw a thumbs up. Drop us in the live chat, ask some questions, and call the hotline, 813-433-0323. But let's talk a little bit about this game. So the Buccaneers obviously went out there. They got the job done. And to be frank, they got it done in two quarters. The rest of the game felt like a scrimmage. Like, I I wasn't really, you know, watching Hmm. a whole lot of my screen in the fourth quarter. Let's go over some stat lines from this. Tom Brady, 22 for 27, 348 yards, four touchdowns and a perfect passer rating of 158.3. Yeah. And did I mention that he in only did that in, in the first half? Yeah, he was pulled after <laughs> halftime, and uh, Blaine Gabbert got his time to shine throwing two touchdowns as well. But holy hell, if they would have kept Brady in the whole game, he was throwing eight touchdowns almost guaranteed. Man, yeah, it's um like you said, just one half of football to be able to – he was able to do that. He was dialed in, and I mean, there was very little resistance from Detroit. Um, I I thought coming into this game, I knew Detroit's defense was bad. I didn't think it was that bad. Um, now it does. It does. I mean, let's let's not ignore the fact that this was a Detroit Lions team that did not basically have you know their normal coaching staff, and they were also missing you know, Jamie Collins. Um, some pieces along the offense, including obviously Matt Stafford, which we'll get into. But I mean, still, it's it's not it doesn't take away from the fact that this Bucks offense finally started out fast. Um, I'll give you credit; it's because of your wings, I guess. Um, it's got to be. We we tested out a so, new theory this yeah. week. If, if you guys <laughs> listened last week or you follow me on Twitter, uh, I need to get a sponsorship from Wingstop immediately. Is just is what's going on here. But I ordered DoorDash on Wingstop this year, and. Um, I have noticed that over the uh, the six games now that I ordered it, the Bucks have never lost. And, you know, I noticed uh, the Vikings game. I ordered Wingstop. Went great. Good game. Bucks came out good. I ordered Wingstop during the Falcons game, and it got to my house at halftime. Well, we know how the first half of that game went, and we know 
exactly how the second half of that game went. So today, in hopes of, you know, a faster start, I, I was kind of peer pressured into ordering some wings before the game. Well, they got there about seven to eight minutes after kickoff, and so did the Buccaneers. They did have a really good first drive. They got bailed out by that, I think, the third and five. But, um, yeah, do the wings have any correlation? I'm only superstitious when it comes to sports, and I say yes, but the, the jury's out. If you want to believe in it, let's do it. Dare I say we might have finally found the winning combination here. Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little <laughs> stitious. So, um, to quote, you know, the great Michael Scott. So, uh, we got some, some questions in in the chat here. It said, uh, do you order different flavors each time? No, I stick with a traditional, just 10 piece hot every single time. It, it's one of those things where like, you know, my football ritual when watching the Bucks, things have to be a certain way. And I know that there's other people out there who are the same way. But like this season, the thing that has to be a constant is the Mike Evans jersey. Um, I have a bunch of other jerseys I can wear, but I wear the Mike Evans jersey because they just seem to play mm-hmm. better when I wear it. Now, they did lose to the Saints when I wore it. Um, mm. You know, so there are a couple of stains on its record, but consistency is key and and i think the combination of the mike evans and then the hot wings from wingstop which i usually always just get like a 10 piece hot i'll get a large seasoned fry with extra fry seasoning and a side of ranch not blue cheese fuck blue cheese um yeah you heard it here so okay yeah sorry joey didn't mean to let you down there in the live chat, but I, I try to keep it constant. 10-piece hot is the way to go, and uh, I, I think until we see some different results from Tampa Bay, uh, I'm going to stick with that pattern. All right, well, there you go. Well, yeah, we were – so we were talking – me and Rhett were talking before the game, and we were like I, – I, I said, I was like, man, you just you just might you – you don't want them to make the playoffs um, <laughs> it's because you, you're ordering it before the game, and it has to be at halftime. And you were like, ah, oh, well, we'll see. And then I was like, well, if they start slow, it has to go back to halftime. You agreed. Uh, you agreed that if they started slow, go back to halftime, and now you don't have to. Uh, Joey says, Stank going to be pissed. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, 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 we love we love Stank over here, but, uh, yeah, sorry. Um, I'm I'm also I – don't, I don't really like either with wings. I just like my wings, but if I had to choose one, probably ranch. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, see, then, I'm one of those weirdos. Like, I get chastised <laughs> for it, but I'm one of those freaking weirdos that – I like dipping my fries in ranch. Um, mm. I mean, I like ranch. I don't, my, I don't. I don't like dipping my fries in anything except like cheese. I like a good chicken bacon ranch sandwich. That's actually my go-to from Subway. So I, I'm a ranch connoisseur, if you will. I'm definitely not over the top to where I'm like knuckle deep in it, but I'll mm. get down on some ranch. So right. we're not here yeah. to talk about cuisine. We are here to talk about <laughs> oh, we the could. Buccaneers. We, yeah, we well, could, dude. Tom, we could do a two-hour podcast. Tom Brady was Tom Brady was cooking up some some cuisine on, on the Lions. <laughs> Um, yeah, they just they didn't have a shot. One thing before we get back into the actual game is uh, Hunter says, obviously special teams hasn't been great for the last couple of years in the returning side of things. What do you guys think they could do to help that? Like maybe putting AB back at catching punts. So yeah, he obviously their partner turner right now is Kenjin Barner, which isn't great, but I also don't think like some like the Lions punter, apparently I did not know this. He's going to the Pro Bowl. It was on um, full display I, today. He, he's good. <laughs> that guy's good. Um, but uh, I, I think they should probably try it. And this was the game, too. Uh, maybe you'll see it a little bit more maybe next week, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. They always love pulling some weird things out of their pockets towards the end of the season. And I think some Antonio Brown puns, uh, punt returns can be in our near future. No, 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 no. I want to see Antonio Brown punts now. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Let's you do said it. that. I, I want to. I want to see that. I don't want opinion out there. I want Antonio Brown. You talked about that Tom Brady. Real special stuff. You talked about Tom Brady cooking up some post Christmas leftovers. Well, another guy in the kitchen with him was Mike Evans. Ten mm. receptions, one hundred and eighty-one yards, two touchdowns. You and I both said before this game that I don't think it's possible he gets his uh, two hundred and twenty yeah. yards before the season's over. Well, he got a good seventy-five percent of that today. He did, um, and they were trying to make an effort late in the game too. I yeah, mean, they had Blaine, Blaine Gabbert, Gabbert was out feeding him, absolutely d- destroyed. But he was trying to get the ball to Mike Evans. So, um, yeah, I mean, they they made an effort. They they tried everything they could really to to get him as close as they could, and I think they did a very good job. So I believe now he needs forty yards. Obviously, like I said, I don't care. Like I, I it'd be nice at this point just because they have clinched when, the when playoffs. When they're this, I will say this with the playoff clinch berthed. I'm sorry with the play. Wow. What the hell is wrong with me? I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm a little <laughs> out of it um, with a playoff berth clinched. And you know, you're kind of at the spot where if you lose this last game, it's not that big of a deal. You'd love to win it. And Bruce has made it clear they want to. And I think it's a statement to carry momentum into the playoffs. I think it's important, but when he is as close as he is, I I'm worried about it. I want him to get it so bad, man. Well, I, I, I personally believe that the bucks will, so here's what I think. I don't think Chris Godwin is going to play next week. I don't think he's going to play. I think Mike Evans is going to play. They're going to try to get him his 40 yards in the first or second quarter, and then they're going to sit him, and the receivers are going to be Brown, Scotty Miller, and Tyler Johnson. I think that's what it's going to be. Um, I think the funny thing is that you could probably win that game with those guys oh, yeah, no, uh, no. without your top two receivers. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, um, they did a great job of, of getting the ball to him, and now he only needs you know 40 yards to, to make history. So um, let's hope he does it, I mean, for his sake. Now, now that the playoff berth is clinched, um, I said that right. Yeah, uh, there you go. You got the line. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So and now that that's clinched, I I feel a little bit better that okay you can get it. Uh, but I mean he doesn't care. I don't think much. Uh, he did, however. He said he broke his own record as he is now has thirteen receiving touchdowns on the season, which is broke his own previous record of twelve. So he is now owning the record. So he's just he's gonna be he's gonna be in the record books. The the Bucks had their most points in the first half ever this this game. It was a record breaking day record. for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. Um, Tom Brady then, etching his name in the Buccaneer history books. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Tom Brady is now the single uh, leader, the the lone guy there, number one over uh, passing touchdowns in the regular season. Uh, so, yeah, good. Uh, good. Uh, there's a question here. Do you think Tom Brady will play next week? I do. I think he'll. Yeah, I think he does. Maybe, maybe not the whole half. Maybe not. I mean, the whole game. Uh, maybe just like the first half, and if they get up, they'll be like, okay, let's see if Gabbert can you know, hold it. But uh, they still got some stuff on the line. We'll talk about it a little bit. But uh, they could still get the fifth seed, but they can only get it really if they win. So um, I, I still think they got plenty to play for. I just personally think that uh, I don't know how much they're going to be playing Godwin. And I think once they get Evans' 1K, they like their receiving depth enough to where a receiver's the one spot where I think you can sit your starters. Yeah. Just a reminder, guys, 813-433-0323. Once again, 813-433-0323. It's Fire Hotline. We want to hear from you. Call in. Questions, comments, concerns, anything you took away from this game. If you just want to call in and scream on the phone about how goddamn happy you are, then I will do just the same and will really annoy Evan for the next couple of minutes. But 
what we're talking about, the productivity of this offense today, it was really good at, you know, just spreading the ball around to different receivers and Tom Brady in that first half. But another guy who had a big day, Chris Godwin, five receptions, 84 yards and a touchdown for one four. Rob Gronkowski, two catches is all he needed, 58 yards, two touchdowns, and two pretty damn good touchdowns from Gronk, man. He got one from Blaine Gabbert, which is probably one of the easiest pitching catches I've ever seen in the NFL, and then that first one that he had to really kick things off for Tampa Bay. First points on the board. It was just a dime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was I I personally believe that was the closest you've seen to vintage 2014 Brady to Gronk. Is it even fair to call it vintage anymore? Like if it's happening in 2020, it's yeah, just I it's guess. Brady to Gronk. It's it's same day, different shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I said that backwards too. Yeah, you did. I'm yeah, I was, I, was, I, was trying, I was I was that's so I was trying to think of that in my mind. I was like, that's that's not it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah, I guess you know. I, I mean, yeah, it's you have a good point that like why call it vintage anymore when it's actually like you're watching it happen right. and like they're on the same page now clearly. And I mean, yeah, but he had a, I mean, he has two two catches for two touchdowns. That was it. That was you know. So um, that was his stat line. And uh, I was seeing yeah, Antonio Brown having a touchdown where Brady just threw that ball. Oh my god, that would have given me chest pains. Oh dude. Um, <laughs> that was a bullet. Um, so, I mean, yeah, he the entire offense. Just, I mean, it, we always talk about how the shows are shorter when they play good. Like, what what are we supposed to talk about? The offense was great. Like, <laughs> like I don't understand. Like, even, like, the defense. Like, is, is there a ton to talk about on defense? It's not like there was a lot of splash plays. They did their job and got, you know, the Lions off the field. You know, they had two turnovers, which the first play of the second half, I mean, literally 10 seconds Four, there was fourteen fifty in the third quarter when the Bucks were up forty to nothing. <laughs> that's like that's insane. Um, I, it, Adam uh, Adam Schefter had actually tweeted out in the third quarter of the game the Buccaneers it was clinched. late third. Yeah, yeah, it was late third quarter, and he's like, the Buccaneers officially clinched their first playoff berth since two thousand and seven. And it was uh, somebody else had said it, but it was reminiscent of Gene Deckerhoff's third quarter call of Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl. So. You know, you brought Tom Brady here not to get us into the playoffs, to get us into the Super Bowl, but you you have to take the victories as they come. And when you're looking at the season as a whole, we'll definitely go into more detail in our season review show after week, uh, I guess, after the season is over. After playoffs, yeah, because normally you'd say after week 17, but uh, now it's going to be, man, our season review show might be in late February. Man, you never know. Here's the hoping. Um, shout out to our people in the live chat. Just going back and checking it out. Willie Beeman still hanging out with us. G Vegas Hunter, um, BB Buck Skull Gang still there. Agent Twinkie, all the usual suspects. Shout out to Not SFR. So it's a good mood, guys. Um, I, I, you know, I'll tell you one d- thing that I do want to talk about when coming off of this game, and it has to do with the offense. But we'll get to it here in a minute. Is we've got our first caller of the show out of the nine one six. My phone's vibrating because I got the Skype app, too. Canifier Podcast, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? Hello? Hello, hello? Yep, how you doing, man? I'm good. How about you? It's a good day to be a Bucks fan. Yes, sir, it is. How about those Bucks playoff bound, baby? Let's go. Brady had more passing yards in this half, I think, than, like, glass half, like, uh, against the Falcons. It's a very good day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I thought I thought he was finally going to go over 400, but I guess they they didn't want him to. They, so. yeah. they benched him when yeah. they scored the touchdown in, in the third quarter when Blaine Gabbard threw it. I'm like, I was just looking at ESPN. They gave Brady the fifth one. I'm like, wait, why does it say Blaine Gabbard? They accidentally gave him the fifth touchdown in ESPN. <laughs> but my question is, uh, as or as a Bucks fan, how closely are you guys going to be like just watching for the uh, Rams versus Seattle game? Because that has huge implications for us trying to get the fifth seed. Yeah, I think, Evan, we were actually about to get into some detail on that. But uh, what are the implications of that game? And where does it, you know, where does it affect the Bucs and the NFC? Yeah, so currently the, the Seahawks are actually leading the NFC West and the Rams are second. So right now, if you look at the playoff standings, the Bucs are the fifth seed. But, should, you know, uh, the Bucs will actually... Um, Let's say the Rams win. The Rams move to first place in the NFC West. If the Rams lose, the Bucks stay at the fifth seed. So right now, as long as the Bucks take care of business next week, they, they're in a pretty good spot to get the fifth seed. Uh, so really, I mean, you probably prefer the Rams. I just, I guess, to just win because the Bucks would own the tiebreaker over Seattle. Uh, I, I'm not sure how it is, but it's for some reason. Obviously, the Rams had the head-to-head against the Bucks, so uh, the Rams would own any tiebreaker over Tampa. But and the Rams would get the 10 wins by beating the Seahawks, but also by beating the Seahawks, they just go from, you know, the wild card to a division leader. So um, right now, there's really not a, a bad outcome for that game for any for any Bucks fans. Um, but I, I do think that right now, you know, win win next week, and you got the fifth seed. I think that's the, the simplest way I can put it. All right, buddy. We're gonna we're gonna get to some other calls, but we really do appreciate you calling in. Thank you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Go Bucks. Yes, yeah, sir. Go right, Bucks. Thanks, man. That awkward silence at the end of the phone call kind of threw off my uh, oh. threw off my. Oh. I thought I, I was looking right. down at my phone. Right. I thought something happened to the computer. <laughs> every every time that happens, I'm like am I frozen or something? Like I don't I'm know. So, and... I'm, I know that the uh, the early days of these uh, these Skype calls, I'm so used to my computer crashing every, after every single oh, call that geez. we take. Yeah, um, and a lot of people are giving love to Ross uh, Ross Cockrell. Yeah, I mean, yeah. stepped up again. Um, made made some plays uh, where it was you know pretty good. And um, yeah, I I really I really like uh, you know I really like a lot of the things he did. He he he's a bargain, you know, bargain bin guy. So good. CFP, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? I'm Jarek, and I'm from Tampa. Jarek, what's doing, going man? on, my man? Not much. Um, I just joined the stream, so I don't know if this has been asked yet, but what do you think the Bucks need to do on defense to just really get prepared for the kind of, kind of offenses they're going to go against? Mm. Yeah, well, uh, I, I personally think that uh, the, the they, they need to be able to get sacks with their, their front four guys, and I think that's that's one of the biggest things. And today, I mean, they had some success, but uh, I don't think I don't believe Shaq Barrett had a sack. Uh, I think Jason Pierre-Paul had one. Um, but it's it's just it's not enough right now, and and for them to to get to that next level on defense, I think that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be able to rush for and get there because you can blitz all you want, but the the good ones, a guy like Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, they're gonna beat that blitz most of the time, and and you're gonna end up getting burned. So I think that's the biggest thing. Rhett, do you have you have a thing? I'll tell you something. I'd like to see them really get comfortable with is blitzing more with Devin White. We saw it. 
pick up in this game. I feel like the last two or three weeks when they're bringing pressure with four, like they tried to do, they got away from it. And if you're going to be sending any of those guys, especially the linebackers on a blitz, I think it needs to be 45 just because it seems like they hit home the most when he's the guy screaming into the gap. So, you know, he definitely opens the door for other guys. You saw Anthony Nelson get his first career sack today. So congrats to him. But I think, I think a healthy dose of Devin white on the blitz is good for the soul. Uh-huh. I agree. I mean, I think the secondary is like everyone likes to say that it's really overrated. They get burned all the time, which is in some regards kind of true. But I think, you know, when Todd Bowles is calling the right kind of plays and they're not playing a bunch of soft zone, they're really yep. one of the best secondaries out there. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, they have a lot of guys that, that are good press man-to-man corners, and I, I think when, when they're asked to. Uh, when they're asked to to play soft zone, like you said, it's 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 not good. So I, I'm not sure, you know, what's what warrants that in Todd Bowles' mind. Uh, obviously, they didn't play it much today, but I mean, by the time the defense, sure. I mean, the Lions didn't even get a first down. By the time it was, you know, just twenty to nothing, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, Willie beaming in the chat, you know, nine sacks from a linebacker. I mean, that's that's the blitzing ability of Devin White, and yeah, yeah the, the 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 more the pass rush can get home, the better the secondary is going to be. So, um, yeah, obviously, you know, hopefully getting Carlton Davis back too. So, hopefully, that secondary will be a little bit better. Hell yeah! All right, well, I gotta go. But all right, thanks for the call, man. Yeah, I appreciate your brother. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. 813-433-0323. I think I posted the uh I posted the number up in the live chat, so I think we should have some more people calling in. But you know, a, a really great point that you brought up about that defense, and I will say I wanted to ask what you thought of a guy they're talking about in the live chat. Uh Buccaneers Pro Bowl defensive back, Jason Pierre Paul. His performance trying. today. Well, um he whiffed on a sack that I thought he should have had. Yeah. It seemed um, like he was involved in a couple though. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, he was he was good. He could have could have had a pick six. Um, I will take it to my grave that that would have been uh, six if he caught it. But whatever. I mean, you know, um, it, it is what it is. That's nitpicking. Uh, yeah, he played good. He's you know uh, their lone Pro Bowl selection, which a little ridiculous, but especially after seeing what Devin White's starting to do. Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, I, I thought he he played fine. I thought. There, there wasn't, I don't think, anybody on the defense that played bad. You know, I th- Sean Murphy, one thing, was making some plays in his hometown. Will Golston had a sack in his hometown. Uh, Jamel Dean made some plays. We already Jeremiah Ledbetter had that huge yeah. splash play. Yeah. I mean, it was a, yeah. it, it set well, up, you yeah, know, yeah, fourth he had and a forever. Sack. Yeah, he had a sack. Um, so, I mean, a lot of people just. I don't know if anybody played outstanding on defense, but they all just played good. Like it's there's not a lot to talk about with with defense, um, and I mean that that's just all solid. Yeah, Cannon Fire Podcast. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Uh, my name's Lu, and I'm calling in from right here from Tampa. Yo, how you doing, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing amazing. I mean, we got the win today, so like. Can you feel bad? You know what I mean? Yeah, can't feel bad. It's, it's a it's a Saturday. Team one. It's all good, right? I know we can watch football tomorrow and not even worry about anything. Oh, that's, that's the best. Right. That's the best, man. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just calling in to see, just to talk to you guys about the Bucks, man, and how good they played today. I feel like it was a real team win. You know what I mean? Like they went out to prove that they could 
handle a bad team the way that they should have handled all the bad teams before, you know? Yeah. Give you a little bit of confidence. I think it it felt like the culmination of what we've been working for, or at least what, you know, everybody's been talking about for the entire season. It was it was four complete quarters from this team. And yeah, it was against the lowly Detroit Lions who were on mm-hmm. a backup, backup head coach, but it doesn't matter. They still almost dropped 50 on them. And if they had kept their starters in, they definitely would have probably set a new franchise record for points in a game. But it, like it just, it, it was, it was four complete quarters of football. And I think it was complimentary football at the finest that we have seen this season, whether it's against the number one seed in the NFC or it's against a team like Detroit. They definitely went out there and did their job today and, and they looked like a playoff team doing it. I think the biggest thing was just the fast start. Um, I mean, so many people have, have discussed, you know, them starting off slow and, you know, they can't do it and they haven't. You've been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. And every week you're like, all right, this is the one. This is the game. And that doesn't happen. And you're like, okay, this is the game. And that doesn't happen. And finally it did. They they got the ball, start the, the game, touchdown, stopped them on defense. I don't know if they said yeah, I think they did score a touchdown on the next one and then stopped them on defense again, then went down and had some more success. And then, you know, I was like, I was, we were talking about earlier, 10 seconds into the second half, uh, they score a touchdown. I mean, you know, <laughs> at, just... that, at that point in the game, I wasn't yeah. like you, like red said, I kind of wasn't even watching, you know, I was like, yeah. In and out, um, know. Yeah. yeah. Like I was like, I can't believe this was that mightily of a win you know what i mean i was so excited yeah. of how good they played like mm-hmm. it just like you said it the the that was what bruce arians i felt like was saying when we beat the vikings right we could do whatever we want you know what i mean mm-hmm. i felt like that was what he saw that we actually didn't see you know like this was the team that they had been looking at in practice right yep. that he comes out every weekend and is so like confident about you know, yeah, exactly. and then now we finally are able to see what it actually is. Yeah, and uh, something that Hunter brought up in the live chat, Bruce actually said he wanted the ball first today. The Bucks came out, their offense got rolling immediately, and I think that kind of you know, set the tone. They went for it on fourth down a good bit. They did, um, yeah. They they they, they were uh, they were they were very very aggressive. I think it was a the first or second drive on a fourth and four. Uh, I think I think they they went for it. Um, it only says they went for it twice, but, man, it seemed like a lot. Uh, but, anyways, it was early in the game that they went for it on fourth down, and they actually you know, they ended up getting it. But, um, yeah, it was, it was an aggressive game plan, a lot of downfield shots, but when you're hitting them, nobody's going to complain about them. So, exactly. Uh, exactly. You know. It felt like an Alabama game, to be honest. They were just having fun at a certain point. I mean, Brady was just rearing back and letting them well, go. What did you yeah. see? The, the one that was the, the Godwin touchdown that was called back. They had Antonio Brown in motion, faked it to him, yeah, and then threw like the a... Godwin. I was like, oh, they're just messing around. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. Sick. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually want to see that. That will work in the playoffs, I think so. Man, the yeah, way the could. team played will work in the playoffs. I don't think that we would lose to any of the teams that we, we will. We will beat the Rams. I know that for a fact, right? The only team that I'm scared of is of the Saints, and that's because they yeah. just smashed us this like, season, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think that's that's valid. Uh, I I think until until the Bucks beat the Saints, I think you have to try to avoid the Saints at all costs. Um, just because <laughs> the right best now, case scenario for us is someone taking them out. 
Yeah, yeah. The best case scenario, yeah, is that you know uh, the Bucks get the fifth seed, face the NFC East team. I mean, it's still going to be a tough game because it's the playoffs. But uh, hopefully, you win, and then yeah, somebody maybe upsets New Orleans. Maybe you know mm-hmm. uh, if New Orleans hopefully doesn't get the one seed, and they get upset early. That that is yeah, you're right. That is the the best case scenario for Tampa. That's best case scenario. Yeah, I'm just scared yeah. to see them in the playoffs, man. I was so confident. I was like, after the week one loss, I was like, oh, we'll see you week nine. You know, keep that same energy, mm-hmm. you know, and then they definitely I, that did, was man. It's, it's hard to dispute, but I'll, I'll tell you this, you know, um, obviously you got to keep up the momentum that they show today Four complete quarters like that is going to win you most games in the playoffs, but it's going to be a much tougher week next week against the Falcons because it's a team that you just played. It's a division rival. It's a season finale and you do have the playoffs locked up, but that doesn't guarantee that you know, you're going to go in with a head full of steam. So if they're able to do the same thing against Atlanta next week in the rematch, you know, then it's safe to say that this is a team that could make some noise in the playoffs. But until I see it against, you well, know, I, I just I don't I think know. a team like Atlanta you're is going to be a tougher see, test. Yeah, you're not going to see a dominating performance like that. It's just, oh, yeah, you're not. You're just, yeah, the Falcons really aren't that bad. Yeah, it's in it's still the NFL. Like it, it once in a blue moon, you know, you, you'll see a, a dominating performance like that. So, but I, I think what you want to see is you know the Bucks using play action more, which they did. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to see the Bucks and the two tight ends said. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, you mm-hmm. want to see them utilizing their running backs in the right way, getting Keyshawn Vaughn involved. Uh, you want to see, hopefully, Ronald Jones can come back, you know, maybe get close to his 1K. Um, yeah. You know, and on defense, you want to see that pass rush start to come alive. You want to maybe force some more turnovers. Uh, I know they only had they had two turnovers, but it seemed like they had a lot of opportunities for some more, so maybe Shout force out some to, more. Uh, uh, Herb Miller as well, elevated up off yeah. the practice squad this week. He got his first career pick. It yeah. was a lot of career firsts in Detroit today. Yeah, yeah, and Jordan lot. Whitehead dropped one too. I'm pretty sure. Oh man, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a bad one. He just, yeah, that was just. Oh, yeah. okay. Last question. Last gotcha. question, and then I'll get off, and I'll let someone else talk. Yeah, you're good. What's going on with? I I feel like we should see more of Keyshawn Vaughn, man. Like mm. he looked good today, right? Oh, yeah, I think he should. Like Vaughn. I like Rojo as my number one, but man, I feel like Vaughn should be like the like the Shady McCoy, you know? I think somebody like else said it in the live him. chat. But Keyshawn Vaughn came in today. He made the most out of an opportunity because last week he was mm-hmm. given that same opportunity. He had the drop. He did not look great. So for him to get some action this week was a big deal. But he took it and he literally ran with it. Um, he didn't have the most explosive stat line in the world. But I'll tell you, between him and Leonard Fournette, he proved that he is just just a better runner for the Bucks. Like, I know that, you know, obviously yeah. Leonard Fournette has a lot more miles, but... You know, he didn't show us a whole lot today. He's maybe a little bit better at picking up the blocks in the pocket, but Keyshawn Vaughn, whether it's catching a pass or just running out of the backfield, he had a really good day today, and he made the most of his opportunity. Yeah, I like mean, maybe well, he'll be our number two moving forward. I I, I think I, if you're if you're looking at it next year, if if, if I'm going to look into my crystal ball, I'm going to say Keyshawn Vaughn gets some carries ne- next week, and then next year he is their number two guy. Now, um, here's the question I wanted to kind of pose to both of you because when you talk about Keyshawn Vaughn and you look at this last game of the season, you hope that he gets more carries, but the next question then becomes: Is Ronald Jones going to play? Because at this point, it seems I, safe I think- to sit him out. But well, I really yeah, think he'd think love to get wanna, some more action before the postseason. Yeah, you want to get him some action. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think you know, I, I think you, you want to, to get him some I mean he hasn't played in a little bit, so I, I think you, you want to get him some, some game action, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like get him warm, 
You know, maybe not, maybe not play him the whole game. I mean, if he just starts going off, why not? Right. Just let him run. You know, why, why stop a good thing? But I feel like you should start off with him pretty much how they were going to do it anyways. You know, if we get a lead, they'll probably like how they did it today. Like they sat Brady and they just put a bunch of rookies into play. Right. Like I'm pretty sure that like the offensive line at one point was just a bunch of rookies out there. Right. So like probably do the same thing and just see what you get out of them and then get Bond back in there and get him running too. Cause I feel like for real next year, that could be our one, two punch, right? We let Fournette go. We let him, you know, that's cap that we can save towards other assets, like getting, you know, Godwin locked down and figuring out what we're going to do with our pass rush. Right. Uh-huh. Are some of our corners needing some money now too? Not, like we need not to, thi- not this all, not this off season. Um, next- so r- yeah, right now I believe Carlson Davis's contract is up next off season. So right now the bucks don't have to worry about that. So, yeah, but just getting getting the people that we want next year locked up, you know, I feel like Vaughn should definitely be in there. Absolutely, yeah. Man. But uh, all right, well, hey, it was fun talking to you guys, man. I'm I'm gonna call more because like I could actually, you know, it's fun to talk to people about, especially when they're winning. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. We appreciate your call. And anytime, if there's ever you know a time during the week, because we don't always do these live shows, but. Uh, if you ever have a question during the week, you can always call this same number. We're taking voicemails, and we'll usually play them on the show as well. So uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right. Yeah, sounds good. Y'all uh, y'all have a Merry Christmas, and I'll – oh, well, that happened yesterday, but see everyone <laughs> later. All right, yeah. Bye. We appreciate yeah, you, man. You. Go Bucks. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, 813-433-0323. I guess I don't need to remove him from the call, but he already left. We covered a wide array of topics yeah. with that caller, so I do appreciate him calling in. Let's check back in with the live chat. Willie Beeman, uh, I'd love to see a veteran cornerback added in free agency. Corner or quarter? Corner. Corner. Second yeah, player. I mean, yeah, I think they, they could use – I'm not saying – you know, I, I'm. I wouldn't say like a starter, maybe like maybe a starter, because you might need like a nickel corner, maybe. But I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I'm fine with bringing Cockrell back, and I mean, maybe you sign somebody else. But I think Ryan Cockrell's Smith's definitely and, a guy that you have to kind of throw into that rotation because he's been impressive these past few weeks. Yeah, I mean, he reminds me of, uh, and I think Pewter Report brought this up. He reminds me a lot of Andrew Adams last year. Uh, or the year before, you know, just a guy that comes in and just is solid yeah, uh, and, and sticks. I mean, Andrew Adams is still on this team. So uh, I think right now, I do think a veteran corner could be needed. Uh, veteran corner, or I know there's been some, you know, I was in a chat here, a veteran safety. I think maybe, I, I think you need a veteran corner a little bit more. But, um, I mean, does a guy like Patrick Peterson, does he take a big, you know, I'm um, just throwing that name out there. Does he, you know, does he want to play for Bruce Arians and Tom Brady and takes a one year deal for not a lot of money? Doubt, doubt it. But, you know, if, if it's going to be a guy, I think that's like the biggest name. Uh, just trying to look at it. But I mean, yeah, it, it would be nice to add somebody who's been there, done that. Um, you can see, you know, how a veteran can, can help a room. So, yeah. Now I wanted to address something in the live chat that kind of carries over from that running back conversation that we had. Um, there's some people going back and forth and my guy, the red Pearl is in here and he brings up Leonard Fournette, 220 plus pounds, still fast. He's a great power back. He's elusive. He has some moves. He can catch out of the backfield, but he is a guy that has to be fed. And I just wanted to kind of make a side note here and say, before we answer this call that the bucks aren't 
you know, they're not going to rely on the running back for most of the game. And and when you yeah. have a day like today where they can throw it, they will. I didn't get that yeah. call in time. I'm so sorry. Call back. 813-436-0323. Yeah. <laughs> normally, I, I, I guess I should just start adding people and keep talking because normally folks don't interrupt us. But I don't yeah. know. I try to answer them in a timely yeah, fashion. Yeah, so, so that's there's a lot of. There's a lot of talk, you know, of uh, the future on the defensive line. That's, you know, Shaq Barrett's a free agent, and then obviously they're going to need some youth. That's something that you're going to have to just draft. Uh, I don't think there's going to be any free agents coming in, really. Uh, you're just going to have to really start to infuse some youth into that group, and uh, you drafted Vita Vey a little bit ago, uh, so you're going to need to to keep drafting. And, I mean, in the first round this year, I think, depending on who's on the board, I think a defensive lineman could be in play. Uh, second round, if they don't draft one in the first, I think could be in play. So I think they will be adding some some youth in that defensive line, and, and they do need it. So Absolutely. So try and call us back. I don't know who that was. I think it was an 813 caller. But 813-433-0323 if I haven't thrown the number out there enough. But I wanted to get your take on on kind of the Leonard Fournette thing because I'm not going to sit here and say that he's not a good running back, but he is the Uh type of guy where you have to feed him, and the Bucs just don't feed their running backs like that. Like Ronald Jones and, from what we saw today, Keyshawn Vaughn can make a little bit more out of limited carries than I think a guy like Fournette can when you're trying to establish the run early in the game. Yeah, well, I I think uh, Bond, James Bond in the chat said it perfectly. (laughs) Uh, Ro- Rojo is uh, you like that one? Uh, I just Ro- wasn't Rojo expecting is... it. I thought you were. I, I was like, I was like, who the hell is Bond? Like Devonte Bond? <laughs> Bond? Devonte Bond. He is building a team in a year. <laughs> I know. Oh man, uh, that's a name, man. That's a trivia name. Uh, so yeah, Rojo is number one. Fournette is an excellent two, but Fournette is not a one. I agree. I, uh, um, Fournette was decent today. I think. Um, you know, he made some guys miss in the past game. Caught some he balls. Uh, he, he looked good. Uh, Shady McCoy looked the worst. Um, I guess it's, you know, uh, I, I mean, to me, it's more of a thing with Shady of just you need to get him touches. Um, so I, I, I think that right now I would I would limit Shady's role uh, just because Vaughn, you know, saw, you know, um, looked fine, looked good. Uh, I wish he could have got a touchdown, but whatever. Uh, it's no big deal. I mean, maybe that's next week. But uh, as far as Fournette goes, I don't think he'll be back, but um, – I just, I don't know. I, I personally think right now, yeah, Rojo's clearly like the, the better runner. I think I don't think anybody's debating that. But, um, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. And I think that right now, Keyshawn Vaughn might be the best option. Yeah. CFP, what's your name? Where are you calling in from? Hey, guys, it's Willie Beeman calling you from Philadelphia. How's your Let's holiday go. going? Let's go. Yeah, what's yeah. going on, Willie? Nothing, man. I, 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 I said that um, we should maybe possibly address the corner position of free agency because, I mean, we looked a little shaky against the Saints and the Chiefs, so that's kind of where I was coming from with that opinion. You know, it's really just the elite offenses and the elite oh. receivers where we have the, um, the struggles at these at the at the corner position from from what I could see. Yeah. But I mean, you guys are the experts. I mean, you guys are no better than me, but I was just uh, you know, dropping my opinion on that. But um as far as, you know, the first round goes, you know, as far if you guys wanted a defensive tackle, you know, I don't think the guy from Bama would be a bad idea, uh Christian Barmore. Yeah. I mean he should be available in the twenties, you know. Mm, I, you know, I do, or I do we, like his I, I like his game a lot. Yep. Yeah. 
or you know if you guys would rather have you know Alex Leatherwood replace you know Donovan Smith if you want to get him out of here you know that's an option as well uh-huh. so but um that's just how I um you know how I felt about that um felt about those things but um overall I mean I think it's been a it's been a very very good season very good season I'm definitely you know looking forward to the playoffs for sure Hell yeah, man. I, I think I will say that looking at the first round of the draft, you know, me personally, I don't think the Bucks can go wrong with either side of the trenches. That's what I would do. It's either got to right. be a D tackle like the guy you just mentioned or, you know, a Leatherwood look at some other offensive linemen. I think a left tackle that late, depending on where they end up. Um, yeah, but I, I know that Leatherwood is a guy that we talked about last year. Um so I'm definitely yeah. a little bit familiar with his game, but Evans, Evans, the much bigger draft guy than I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's the, there the Bucks are in luck because this is a this is a, a tackle heavy uh, draft class potentially. So, oh, without um, a doubt, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got you got guys all over the board, and I think a lot of their decision is going to be based on if they think Tristan Wirfs can play left tackle. Because let's say you move Wirfs to left tackle, then you're looking at some guys like a, a Liam Eichenberg from uh, Notre Dame, uh, Samuel Cosme from yeah. Texas, uh, guys like that. Yeah. So in the first round, um, but then yeah, I, I do like the the Barrymore thing. I, I really do. I think he's he's really good. Um, but I would definitely make yeah. sure that it's either in the first round for me. It's got to be one of three things. It's got to be a pass rusher. It's got to be a defensive lineman like Barrymore, or it's got to be a, a a tackle. Yeah. Yeah, I totally totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Um, I didn't really. Uh, I mean, I do. I do like the pass rusher from Notre Dame. His name skips me um right now, but I kind of felt like he's only like two hundred sixteen pounds. I mean, I just think he. His frame is kind of light yeah. for uh, you know, an NFL outside linebacker. I mean, you could beef him up, you know, but you're two sixteen for outside linebacker in the NFL. That's kind of light to me. Yeah, that's uh, that that's very that's extremely light for a for a linebacker. It's just with bigger yeah. bigger tackles would just basically swallow him up. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, yeah. I got to really really dig in, um, really dig into a lot of the. The, the the under the radar guys kind of but um, I mean uh-huh. as far as as far as pass rushers go I mean Carlos Basham uh, he's he's a good option yeah yeah uh, the guy from know. Wake Forest right yep 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 exactly I, I really yeah, like his game yeah. he's a guy that potentially yeah. um, could maybe be in the first round but I could also see maybe being available in the second round so I mean if the Bucks yeah. could land the you know an Eichenberg in the, in the first round and then Carlos Basham in the second round I personally think that would be an, an A plus draft. Um, so especially oh, yeah, you know, after, definitely. You know, I mean, we're, we're you know draft never stops on on on, on this uh, on this podcast. So I, I love the draft. So I know we're talking we're supposed to talk about. No, that's you know, right. Talking about the playoffs, but um, yeah, right now, yeah. yeah, I love the draft. So always looking forward to to draft yeah. talk, and I'm, I'm glad that you brought it up. Thanks a lot. Oh no problem, well, no problem at all. I just want to make another quick point. Yeah, it'd be really. It would be a really nice uh, after Christmas gift if we could land a Panay Sewell, but he's going to be way out of our reach. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, uh, yeah. That's, that's, uh, way, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, I don't want to hold uh, the lineup any much longer. I know there probably is some other guys that want to get through, but I just wanted to give you guys my opinion and I, 
you know, I wish you guys a, a happy holiday and a very prosperous new year. Hey, thank, thank you, you very so much, much, Willie. It was good hearing from you, my friend. Oh, not a problem. And I got got to request you guys on uh, Instagram when I get a chance, for sure. Oh, yeah, go for it. You can right, find yeah, it. No if you got um, the podcast on Instagram, both of our handles or our personal handles, I think, should be in the uh, bio there. Okay, not a problem. I'll, I'll, I'll look for that. Oh, yeah. It was good talking to you, Willie. Have a good night, man. Go Bucks. All right. You guys, too. Thank you. Thank you. 813-433-0323. We're going to take a handful more calls before we wrap things up here. Believe it or not, dude, like these live shows are always so much fun, but we've only been live for like 45 minutes. Feels I don't know. It feels like longer than that, really. It definitely does. Um, Okay, so I got to Evan. How do you think Tom Brady's playing? I think he's playing phenomenal right now. So that's a quick, quick answer. (laughs) We got a caller from the 863. Thanks for calling. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Hey, this is uh, Colin, calling from uh, Lake Wales, Florida. Colin, hey, Colin from Lake Wales, Florida. How you doing, my friend? Doing good, man. Celebrating a little bit. Uh, picked up some wings on the big, uh, yeah, the big playoffs. There we go, yeah. That's the way to do it, big <laughs> get, Oh, yeah. Just want to get your guys' take on this defense, man. It's a far cry from, um, you know, Years ago, having you know guys like Chris Connie, Vernon Hargraves, uh, Brent Grimes, and now we got guys like Jamel Dean, Carlton Davis stepping up. You know, even we got big Antoine Winfield back there. I mean, I just want to get your guys' take on how good this defense looks when it's really clicking. I mean, you've got to be feeling good right now if you're Jason Light. This defense of you know the, just the draft picks over the years and kind of the guys that they've brought in who have done much better. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, Shaq Barrett, both being really great free agency additions. You got to feel great about it. I mean, I think what sets this year apart, and I guess most of last year, is that it feels like we've just had a consistently good defense. Like, yeah, they've had their own conflicts this year and some things that they've needed adjustment in. Um, The secondary got torched against Patrick Mahomes, like every secondary in the NFL doesn't get torched by Patrick Mahomes. But um, I I think just the consistency you know, like that eight and five, or uh, I'm sorry, that nine and seven season that the Bucks had with Dirk Cutter, that five game win streak was on the back of that defense, but it wasn't, didn't feel like they were playing that well consistently all year. And this unit kind of just hanging in there and, and everybody showing up and doing their job week in and week out is definitely a welcome feeling because it's, uh, you know, they've definitely established an identity for themselves. And it's just, I think the consistency is key and, and that's what I'm most excited about. You can you can lean on them a little bit more than you could defenses in the past. Oh yeah, and and it just feels good. You know, it's like Bruce Aaron said, just get to the dance. This is a team that I feel if you can just get there, and the defense, the guys we have, you know, JPP, Shaq Bear, obviously, you know, Levante David, Devin White, obviously. Um, if you can just get these guys there, I feel like this is a team that can really can really break some offensive uh, some offenses down. They're they're a team that really every guy just wants to will his way. I see it every single game. I know you guys do Antoine Winfield looks like he just wants to single handedly just pretty much break every play down. Um and, and yeah, it it just feels good seeing a team finally, a good defense finally out there. Um nothing against Mike Smith. I don't know him personally, but man, you know, five year however long watching Mike Smith is you know, his defense is out there just look like soft is the only thing that comes to mind. It was just so soft. Now this looks like a defense that can finally really take over some games. Yeah, I, I personally think uh, the overall, the defense is a real real indication of just how, you know, 
good Jason Light's been at sort of revamping this defense and, you know, like replacing guys like Brent Grimes, Vernon Hargraves, um, just like you mentioned, and replacing them with guys like Carlton Davis, Jamal Dean, Sean Murphy Bunting, Devin White, Vita Vea. I mean, you know, they're, they're doing this without Vita Vea right now, which which sucks. Uh, but, um, you know, yeah, you bring up a good point that, like, you know, th- this defense – three years ago or so was one of the worst in the NFL. And now it's far from perfect, but it's definitely an improvement. And it's something that a defense that you can win with um, because the Bucks offense had some really good days in the past that were spoiled because the defenses couldn't do anything, right? They couldn't stop a nosebleed. And, and now that the Bucks finally have that defense. So it's, it's now something that just like you said, you know, you get to the dance and it's one game. It's not like the NBA or NHL where it's a series. It's, it's one game. And, and, Anything can happen in, in that one game. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's a good thing you brought that up because it's, just, it's so unpredictable and you just you never know. Yeah, I, you know what? I won't hold you guys up for much longer. I know you guys got some other callers that want to get in some, you know, some some of their insight. But, uh, you know, I'm just so excited. We got Brady. We got Gronk. We got, you know, Godwin. We got, you know, Brown. We got everybody. We got Evans. I mean, mm-hmm. we can make some noise in the playoffs. I'm excited to see it. And you know what? At the end of the day, we're in the playoffs. It's been a long time. Go Bucks And, uh, yeah, it just feels good. Hell yeah. All right, yep. Appreciate hearing from you, Colin. We're going to get to some other callers. But, uh, yeah, it's a great day to be a Buck fan, and it's most certainly been a long time coming. But we're going to let you go. Appreciate you, Colin. It was good to hear from you, friend. Cool. Thanks, you guys. Yes, sir. 813-433-0323. We had some other callers. Dude, what, when we got him on the line, there were like four other people calling in that I had to ignore. Oh. So I just got a uh, okay, yeah. Jamel Dean reposted me. All right, cool. Oh, thanks, there Jamel. you go. Look at that, Mister Famous. Maybe you can reach out to him and right. say thanks for the repost, baby. Come on the podcast this year after uh, you won the goddamn uh, championship. CFP, wow. what's your name? Where are you calling in from? Hey, uh, I'm Zach. I'm from Wisconsin, actually. All right. Uh, born, born and raised in Tampa. Don't I don't want to hear it. Um. <laughs> anyways, um, how do you? I, I kind of joined the show late. I, I probably already uh, answered this, but how does this feel to you guys? Because I know last time we went to the playoffs, I was four and a half. So how, what are you guys feeling right now? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. Like, I, I think the uh, I think the, the entire day, like waking up this morning, everybody knew what was on the line, and you had this really good feeling going into it, which – I haven't had about critical games for Tampa Bay in a really long time. Like I, I remember we talked about the week nine game against new Orleans being the biggest test in a really long time. And you know, they did what they did. I remember the Vikings game was a really critical game and I didn't feel as good then as I did today. The game itself. Um, I think stank bastard on Twitter said it best, but it was like somebody put LSD in my Cheerios this morning. Like it just felt surreal and then right around the third quarter is when everything set in. Um, you know, the tweets were starting to be sent out. And, and it's – I don't even know if it's fully set in yet. Like, I might have to go into work on Monday with my jersey on to really kind of, you know, realize that we have football beyond the month of December. But I, I definitely feel on top of the world because it's been a long time coming. I was um, – God, man, I, I was I was nine, eight or nine last time they made the playoffs. So, yeah, it's it's been uh, – 
it's just been it's been really great. Like 2020 has been a bad year for everybody. So stuff like this happening for the city of Tampa and our sports teams is without a doubt great. And we know that it's going to do good for the show because whenever the Bucks play well, the podcast does well. And it's the mm-hmm. first season we've ever done a postseason. So for me, it's a lot of new feelings, but it's I mean, it's greatness all over, brother. Uh, uh, I almost called you Adam. Jesus Christ. Evan, how are you feeling, man? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I mean, yeah, the last time, I mean, yeah, you were you were nine, uh, you you were four. I I said I was like six, I think, and I don't, I wasn't even watching. So, um, yeah, it's it's gonna be definitely uh, something that I'm not familiar with, and uh, a lot of people. I mean, even Bucks fans that are 30 years old right now, they might not even be familiar with. It. It's been 13 years. I mean, you know, it's just been it's it's been a long time coming, and there's there's just. There's so many fans out there, you know, that really deserve it. They've poured their heart and their soul into this team and their hard-earned money to, to go out there and, and sit in, in the sun all day and just watch crappy football that now they're they're finally going to be able to watch their team play in the playoffs. And it sucks that, you know, the Bucks can't host a playoff game. And it sucks that, you know, they, they when they host that playoff game that there can't be a full stadium because, you know, uh, it would, they would definitely deserve it. But, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely an all- awesome awesome thing and it's not something that like i said people are much familiar with so uh it's 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 been a long time coming and it's definitely deserved from all the bucks players and and bucks fans awesome uh i'm not gonna keep you guys wait uh i'm not gonna hold you guys up but uh i just wanted to say i appreciate you guys and what you do for the community the bucks community um i you guys have supported me a lot on instagram and a lot of stuff like that um, and I'm, I've made it my life goal to get Evan to follow me back on Instagram. <laughs> what is, uh, what, what is your, your username, my friend? Bucked up edits. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to see, you know, uh, who I follow back, you know, oh, but uh, I'll man. definitely, I'll definitely check it out, man. I, I will definitely check it out. Hey, we appreciate you. All right, calling I appreciate in. You guys. It, it was good to hear from you, brother. It's always great. Just supporting, you know, other people in the community. I think, I think the edit pages are great. Like not a lot of people know this, but the only reason Evan and I really met is because mm. I used to do a sports edit page on Instagram way back in the day, like damn near seven years ago. And, um, like I just, I think there's a place for all of it, and I think it's great stuff that you do as well. So really glad to be supporting each other, and it was good to hear from you, man. Go Bucks! Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out and some uh, a quick observation. We had a thousand, or um, Jesus Christ, we had a hundred viewers, not a thousand viewers. We haven't had we wow. haven't had that since the Antonio <laughs> Brown signing, but uh, all a hundred viewers, we really do appreciate you guys checking us out live uh, on also, YouTube. Um, yeah, somebody else put that uh, Sean Murphy Bunting had also reposted me. So look at you, man. These are these are all potential guests. Those are connections. You gotta uh, you gotta start texting people. You gotta start <laughs> following people back, Evan. That's how we yeah, get guys on the show. I know. I know. That's, that's you got all these. I mean, dude, Mike Evans followed you last week. JPP the week before, and you won't follow him back. Uh, they want to come uh, on the show, and they just can't. Yeah. Yeah, they reach out to me and I, I tell them no. And like, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have time for you. I'm like, I, I don't, just, no. you gotta, you gotta get over it, man. You gotta, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Amazement seven one seven in the live chat. It'll be playoff football on Saturday since it's three games each day now. Is it? So is is the postseason? I'm sure we're gonna get. Yeah, we're gonna get Saturday games. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll get Saturday games. Yeah, okay. there'll, there'll be two two Saturday, or well, for the wild card at least, there'll be two Saturday games and two Sunday games. But, okay, there you go. We got a caller from the 978. Uh, Thanks for calling. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? What's up, gentlemen? It's Boston Rocco. Oh, uh, Rocco, Rocco from Boston. How you doing, boss man? What's up, boys? Are you like you 20 feet away from your phone? What are you doing? Am I? Does it sound like that? It. I don't know. Sounds it sounds like you're now. on speaker or something. All right, is this better? Oh, I, I got you. I got you. I knew it. Gotcha. You got me. <laughs> What's uh, going on, man? First things first, tell that guy who just called in to get to the back of the line. Evan hasn't answered any of my DMs yet. Oh, dude. Oh. There's oh, what, like is, people is this, who has, what this show is going to become? I have people who <laughs> message me. There are people who have legitimate beef with not only Evan, but this podcast. And it all stems from like him not answering their DMs. You that's uh, terrible. They all they all run, <laughs> no. they, look guys. They, the DMs they all run together. I get hundreds of them. Okay, and, you know, all right. So much love. Much he's got to he's got to respond to all the verified accounts first. You you get it. You know, for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say, obviously, this is awesome for Tampa. Um, awesome for guys like Levante and Mike who have stuck, you know, stuck here, stayed here. They wanted to be here even through all like the terrible seasons we've had oh. in the past. So I just wanted to congratulate them on finally making it because I'm sure they're watching. But uh, <laughs> right, yeah, they're all such big fans of Evan. Mm. <laughs> they are. I'm sure. man, oh <laughs> sure. man, the 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 people in the chat right now are. Uh, oh man, they are they are roasting me. So you gotta face the criticism, Jeez. honey. I, yeah, I guess. All right. Well, I got one question for you guys, and then I'm gonna hang up. It's uh, the one negative from today and from this whole season. You guys know my uh, opinions on our punt returners and our kick returners, mm. especially our last one. Not a fan. And uh, today, I didn't think it could get any worse, but it may have because Barner and Mickens, it just seems like the ball lands in their hands. They stare at the field for like a quick second and then everyone, they're tackled before they can even make a move and go. So I just wanted to see, I know it's important that we have a good kick and punt return game in the playoffs. You just can't win with, with mediocre special teams, especially in the playoffs. So I just wanted to know what you guys think about that. Thanks. Yeah, brother. Appreciate you calling in. Always good to hear from our buddy Rocco out of Boston. Um, a legit Bucks fan. He, he, he's made it clear on the show more than once. He does not want to be clumped in with all of those northern migrators that came to watch the Red and Pewter. Uh -huh. Rocco is tried and true, and he's a great friend of the show. But a good question that he posed, and you know, I guess if you have to talk about a negative from today, that's definitely the thing you can talk about. Um, I, I don't know, man. I'm so 50-50 on it. I was done with Kenyon Barner after the last play of the Rams game. Um, oh, my God. You know, like, I know that he's not the worst guy that they could have back there, but when you look at a guy, and I hate to say, I mean, I, I don't hate to say it this way, I guess I won't apologize when I say this, but when you've got Antonio Brown on your sideline, I get that he's an insurance policy and you kind of don't want him to get injured, which is why I think we didn't see Deshaun Jackson return more punts while he was here. I mean, you know, the age gap between those two is a little bit bigger, but what I'm trying to say is that I... I kind of wonder why, you know, Barner is back there a lot of the times when you do have a guy like A.B. just standing there. Oh, I, I I agree. But, I mean, I don't 
it's almost like the Deshaun Jackson thing. They're like special occasions, I guess. But um, yeah, you haven't. I wait every time that Antonio Brown's back there. It's always a fair catch, or the ball's just like ten yards over his head. And right. um, I, I personally think that um, you know it, it. It's it has to go both ways. Like the coverage still has to be like good. Like the you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, he can't do it all on his own. You know, and sometimes the coverage hasn't been good. Other times, yeah, the the returners have almost like Rocco said. It seems like they they just kind of they they, they hesitate too much. They don't really know what their plan of attack is, and I think that's the biggest issue right now. And you you need it to to get a little bit better. Just don't shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've done a really good job breaking down this game from top to bottom. If we get another call here, we'll take it in the next few minutes, but. Really, I think I, like I think we've covered everything. You know what I mean? I, I think there's a couple of people in the live chat we um, probably give some shouts to. But did you have anything on your mind? So, uh, well, uh, is an is a negative. Um, oh, I think I know what it is. I think it's our boy. Uh, well, Ryan Ryan suck up doesn't suck. Well, he kind of sucked today. Um, so he would they would have had over fifty if he would have made every one of his kicks. So two extra points and a field goal that he missed. But um, so, I mean, I'm not really worried about it. Uh, apparently, Bruce Arian said that, like, Suckup just hates the, the turf in Detroit. And the last time he was in Detroit, he was 2 of 4 on field goals. So, uh, I'll give him, I guess I'll give him a pass unless, I think we talked about this before the show, unless he starts to struggle against Atlanta, then it starts to turn to a theme. But for now, I'll give him a pass. Yeah, I'll take it, you know. But is it enough to warrant putting him back on the checklist this week? It's under review. It's under review. It cur- so it is currently under review. Okay, so we will let you guys know Thursday. We're going to be going live again. Um, I, I think we're probably just going to do live streams here throughout the rest of the regular season. We get a lot of great engagement on it, and it's awesome talking to you guys. We got over a hundred viewers in the stream right now. Thank you guys so much for checking out the show today. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel, turn notifications on so you get notified every single time that we do a live show just like this. Upload a new episode, new hype video, whatever the case may be. We're going to take this last call out of the 309. Um, I think he's connected. Thanks for calling CFP. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? Hey, this is Thomas from Illinois. Thomas from Illinois. How you doing, my friend? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Hey, I got I got one thing to say, boys. Go Bucks. This is long overdue. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, long yeah. overdue. Yep, for yes, sure. Sir. It is a great feeling Definitely. among the fan base. It's a it's a big collective exhale, and it's something that we've been waiting on for a really long time. You know, the the last exactly. appearance that the Bucks had in the playoffs, they were a first round exit to New York, but the way that this team plays, and if they can put together four great quarters of football like they did today, I think they can beat just about anybody. So that's what makes this year especially so exciting. Yes, sir. I 100% agree. Just wanted to come in, come in and just tell you guys I appreciate the show as well. I'm I, I'm watching right now. I think you guys are going to sign off soon if you are, haven't already. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, we were we were kind of kind of gearing up for it. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to call in and say I love the show. Keep it up. Go Bucks. Hey, well, we appreciate you, brother. It's always good Thanks, to hear man. from you. And, um, you know, it was a really good day for this team. So go Bucks. It's a great call to end yeah, it, so we okay. do appreciate you. Yep, go yep. Bucks. Yes, sir. Thank you. Guys. I actually didn't just realize this. I saw uh, in the chat 
uh, Amazement seven one seven said it's a six and two road record, and that is correct. Yeah, this um, team. So. I mean, regardless of who's under center, they have a road warrior mentality. So, I mean, if you're going into yeah. the, if you're going into the playoffs as a wild card, you almost like those chances a little more. Yeah, and also, I guess the the key is um, the key is uh, white and pewter pants because apparently they average forty four points when they wear. White and pewter pants. So. I like it, man. Uh, I like it. Something about that vintage combo. I mean, the, these the uniforms. Uh, I think great. is really what we have to thank. I don't even know uh, if it's Brady. I don't know if it's Antonio Brown. It's none of these big guys on the team. It's yeah. it's got to be the uniforms. It was the come, alarm clocks that were the on. problem. Uh, well, okay, Dante. I just actually, I Dante. He said, waiting for Evan to talk about the kicker. I did. I I just talked about the kicker. I'm not concerned about suck up right now. But if it if it if it comes into a theme where he's missing, you know, if he misses, he, he's got to be perfect next week. I don't care if it's extra points, field goals, just be perfect. Yeah. Um. So that that's my big thing. And then uh, James Bond is just man, great, great cast, y'all. Uh, been a fan for thirty years, but seriously, Evan needs to become slightly hotter. Sorry. Um. He I, means that's like on me. More excited, right? Not more attractive. No, I don't think so. I mean, he was talking about how I'm just not cute enough for that. So. Um, he was talking about that earlier, so I mean, I just gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta take that in, and I gotta see what I can do. I gotta look myself in the mirror, say, you know, how can, how can I improve this? You know, it's, I mean, there's not much to improve, if you ask me, but, um, you know, exactly, yeah, look good, feel good, feel good, play good, and if you play good, they pay good. So, um, yeah, I, I don't see an issue, James, uh, Mr. Bond. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Uh, but I personally, I don't want you to kill me, but I, I don't, I don't see an issue. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, I appreciate each and every one of you who called into the show today. That's going to kind of wrap things up on our end. We've done a great job of covering this game. It was shave, awesome shave, from everybody. Joe, no, Joey, no, I'm not doing that. Not doing that, Joey. I have too much pride. <laughs> shave the stash. Oh, no. no. No, I'm not. I don't. I don't get last in fantasy football like you. So, shout out to our guys in the live chat as we wrap things up. Dante uh, Medhanj Coca, I think I said that right. James Bond, as we've been talking to Ben Tomlinson, showing some love from not, uh, Nottingham United Kingdom. Dante Holmes, who I just mentioned, desired. Um, that's really it. I think we got a couple yeah, of stragglers yeah. in there. Hunter, shout G out, Vegas, shout out, those guys have been shout hanging out. Everybody, out. everybody called in. Uh, we had a bunch of callers today. so Yeah, those guys uh, have been hanging out, out the whole stream. So before we go, we actually are contractually obligated to let you know. Um, we should have done it the first five minutes of the show, but we were so caught up in the playoff hype that it got away from us. But guys, uh -oh. believe it or not, next week is the last week of the NFL regular season. With the playoffs it, it, underway. Timeout, timeout. That what? is just crazy, isn't it? Yeah, when Isn't you say that it out crazy? loud. I mean, come on. Like we were just, like it seemed like just yesterday we were like debating like okay, how many weeks are they going to be able to get in? Like are they going to be able to get a full season in? And now it's week 17 already. Like that's nuts. Yeah, the NFL did a really good job this season. You had a couple of teams that made things look questionable, but I think overall the way that it was handled, um the criticism that they faced about, you know, maybe a lack of a bubble, which is still up for consideration if teams want to do that for the postseason, but so far, the NFL and, and most of these sports leagues have done a really good job. The NBA just All getting right. started back up. So, got, got some got some people from Scotland. Got not Nottingham, UK. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate international it. Buccaneer love. Love to hear it, guys. But really quick. Okay, so like I was saying, next week is the last week of the regular season. <laughs> but things are just picking up with our friends over at betonline.ag. 
From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And of course, you've always got the online casino, which never closes. So head over to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert. There you go. I got it. Don't send me an angry email this week, please. Um, check out the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those are Cannon Fire Podcast. If you're checking us out on any of our podcast outlets, we're available anywhere you download them. If you want to switch from Spotify to Apple Podcasts or go over to iHeartRadio, go to Podbean one day. I don't know. We're on all of those, so make sure you check us out there. I mentioned social media, but you can check out the show on Instagram. And I only bring that up because... It's the best place to go for Buccaneer news as it happens. But uh, I guess speaking for Buccaneer news as it happens, you can check out my co-host on Instagram at Bucks underscore daily. He won't follow you uh, back, but it is the uh, number one Buccaneers fan page on Instagram. You can also check him out Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry, Twitter at Evan NFL. And last but not least, let me just get this thing over with because I'm starting to reel here. Uh, find me on Instagram and Twitter at Redicus before I have a stroke. R H E T T A K U S. If you follow me, I will follow you back. Really do appreciate you guys checking out the show today live on YouTube. We're going to be doing this probably for every episode for the rest of the season, I think. So Thursday, we will talk to you. We'll preview the season finale. Buccaneers are playoff bound for the first time in 13 years. And goddamn, does it feel good? I am your host, Rhett Matthews, signing off from my co host, Evan Wanish. We'll talk to you guys a little bit later in the week. Until then, happy victory Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We'll talk to you Thursday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.